So we're in John chapter 14, verses 23 uh, to 29, but I'm just going to jump back one step to verse 22, because uh, a question was asked by Judas, uh, and it says, not Judas Iscariot, but the question is, Lord, why do you intend to show yourself to us and not to the world? Judas was asking this question because he wanted to know why it was that Jesus was making himself plain to the disciples, but not to the whole world. And so the reading we have uh, just heard read for us um, was the reply to what Judas um, asked. That was Jesus' answer. We are looking towards Pentecost, which is the time when the church celebrates the coming of the Holy Spirit. I'm really bad at watching movies for a second time. I get very bored and start trying to find something else to do. I can't do it. I can't even watch TV shows for the second time. I don't read books very much, but if I did, I wouldn't want to reread a book once I know how it goes. Maybe you're the same as me. And so I find the church year really difficult because somehow uh, in this season now, knowing that the Holy Spirit is already here with us, even as we worship this morning, the Lord inhabits the praises of his people. King James translation there of Psalm 22 verse 3. The Lord inhabits the praises of his people. We know the Spirit's already with us this morning, and now we're to step back in time to a time when the Holy Spirit hadn't yet come in full, and to try and think about what these disciples were thinking. So as we think about the Holy Spirit's coming, we know that the Holy Spirit has already come. So how can we make sense of the Holy Spirit coming when we know that the Holy Spirit is already here? If you're a Christian, you have the Holy Spirit inside you already. We no longer have to wait. We turned the heating off the other day in the house. I mean, the heating hasn't come on much because it's on a thermostat that comes on depending on the temperature, but I actually turned the furnace all the way off which is just a joy if you're someone that monitors your hydro bill um, and you can turn it off and think, I'm saving three units a day, yes. Um, maybe I'll get under that uh, the step one amount. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then don't worry, but maybe one or two do. Um, and because it was warm enough, I opened some of the windows. Through the winter, the house kind of gets stuffy. Maybe wherever you live is the same. And... You probably don't open the windows that much because it's cold and it's rainy. Um, it's been very rainy this year. And so opening the windows is the chance to get that fresh air coming through the house. If you haven't done it yet, maybe looking at today, today is the day that you could do it. And so when the fresh air comes, uh, it, it takes away the old stuffy air that's been there for the winter. As we look for the coming of the Holy Spirit, there is already air in the room, but we are praying that God would send afresh that rushing wind of the Spirit with new fresh air. That's the best image I can think of, of how we can walk through the Pentecost story when we know it already and hear it again. And so we pray around Pentecost, come like a rushing wind, 
for the Holy Spirit to come. The disciples uh, were obviously a little bit unsure of what was to come when the Holy Spirit uh, was, would come. And if you know the Pentecost reading, you know that, it, it, that the people around think that uh, all the people who are speaking in different tongues and different languages are drunk. And the reason they think they're drunk is because they didn't know what to expect. So Jesus wants to make sure they know what to expect. He says, I have told you now before it happens, so when it does happen, you will believe. Sometimes in life that happens to us, doesn't it? <laughs> Someone tells us something, and, uh, um, and, and then we see it happen. And we think, I'm glad you told me, because now I've put two and two together. But if you hadn't told them in advance, they wouldn't have known to look out for it. And so Jesus says, the Holy Spirit is coming, and here's what it's going to look like. The Spirit that brings peace. My peace I leave with you. My peace I give you, says Jesus. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. The Spirit that is coming is a Spirit of peace. And so as we look for the Holy Spirit to come, how can we prepare as the church. Well, one of the ways we can prepare is to worship together. I'm mindful of the New Testament lesson, uh, the, the letter that says, do not give up meeting as some are in the habit of doing. And in this season, as we're coming out of COVID, it's been wonderful that we've been able to have church online and that you can watch church in your homes. And it's wonderful we have people watching us today, whether that be live or watching the sermon later. But we're encouraged, aren't we, not to give up meeting. Because whilst we can experience the Holy Spirit in the privacy of our home, because God is with us everywhere, there is something special about coming together as the church. And I think... One of the problems we have, and COVID has made this worse, is we live in a consumerist and selfish society. A consumerist and a selfish society where it's all about me. It's all about what I can get. We at St. George's are called to be community. And community means we're here for each other. And so it's not about what song I particularly enjoy playing and singing. I can do that in my own time. It's about what song feels right for today as we worship. It's not necessarily about what I particularly want to preach about. I'll do that when you catch me over coffee. It's about what we as the church need to hear. And so in this season, we watch and wait and pray for the coming of the Holy Spirit. And around the world, there is a worldwide movement that goes from Ascension Day, which is next Thursday, to Pentecost, which is um, June the 5th this year, Sunday, June the 5th. And, and that 10 days, uh, there's this movement called Thy Kingdom Come, where we pray 
Thy kingdom come from the Lord's Prayer. You'll see, uh, if you're on the internet at all, you'll see um, videos and social media posts and articles um, being written about the movement that, that goes around the world, that we pray your kingdom come, your will be done. Because we live in a world in which the kingdom has come, but has not fully come. We live as Christians with the Holy Spirit in us, but yet we could probably, many of us, use that rushing wind of the Spirit to restore our faith even more, to renew our life and our faith so that we might be a blessing to others. And one of the things that is happening locally in that season uh, between Ascension and Pentecost is um, prayer walking. Um, and prayer walking is um, pretty much what it sounds like, um, that we walk along a street and we pray for the people who live and work and socialize and play sport in that street. And so there's a website, the link is on stgeorgemapleridge.ca in the news section. It says prayer walking week and you can actually sign up for a particular street um, it really is quite fun because um, it's great technology, but one thing you know about Maple Ridge, if you, if you live here at all, or have been to Maple Ridge, is that some streets are longer than others. And so you can, if you're feeling particularly holy um, and faithful, and you've got a good pair of shoes, you can sign up to pray for Judney Trunk Road, which starts all the way down there and goes all the way up there. Uh, but you could cycle, you could run, uh, you could drive and pray if you need to. Uh, but the idea is that between all the Christians in the city, we can sign up to be people that walk and pray. Many of us walk for our exercise, or we go running, or we walk the dog, um, and we're already walking. What does it look like to anticipate the coming of the Holy Spirit? You know, it's said that faith is spelt W-O-R-K. And so as we put our faith into practice... Maybe in this season, faith is spelt W-A-L-K. That we walk and we pray. And I don't know if you've done prayer walking before. I've done prayer walking before. Um, it's, uh, it's really quite interesting. Um, when you change your reason for walking uh, to pray for every house that you pass. Probably need to go a bit slower, I find, in order to do that. But it's amazing uh, how you can do that. And even if it's a small part of a small street, it's still a really good thing to do as we pray for the Spirit to come. As they were expecting the Spirit, they weren't quite sure exactly what would happen. And so I imagine in that season, and we find out when it comes to, to the Pentecost reading, they were gathered, weren't they? They were praying We will not see change in the church. We will not see change in our community. We will not see the kingdom coming in, in a greater way unless we spend time in prayer and worship. And as you've heard it said before, I am preaching to the choir because I'm preaching to the people who are here. We're the ones that know this. And so the calling is on us, as it was for those disciples, to spend time trying to understand the Holy Spirit, to understand what to look for, 
what the signs of the Spirit are. And the more time we spend in prayer and in reading the Bible and in worship, the more we will understand. We can never fully understand everything. But the more time we spend in prayer and reading the Bible and in worship, the more we will understand. The more our heart song becomes the heart song of the Spirit. Different ways we can do this. Uh, in, uh, I, I always like to plug morning prayer um, because it's really easy. Uh, for anyone who struggles to pray. You don't have to come to morning prayer if you struggle to pray, but truth is a lot of us struggle to make time to pray. And the 15 minutes from 9 till 9.15, every day here, where, apart from Sundays when we have a service, so you won't be disappointed on Sundays, but every day you come here at 9 o'clock, there will be a service for 15 minutes. You can join in online if you can't make it here. But uh, the people who come in person find there's something about coming into the space and this being a, pra- a place of prayer. Um, a place of peace. So if you have a day off in the week and you can't be at church on Sunday, for example, come to morning prayer on, on that day off. Find a day to come and to pray. Um, it may be that you're able to pray at home on your own, um, and that's a really good thing too, but not everyone can, so that's why we offer this corporate time of worship. Maybe if you're in the car, um, uh, we, we listen to the Christian radio, Praise 106.5, uh, which is 106.5 FM on the radio. And um, there's something about um, having a radio station, especially if you have children or grandchildren in the car, having a radio station that you know is going to be wholesome. Um, I turned the radio over to another station, and I could not believe the stuff they were advertising on the radio. Um, I, I, I I just couldn't even believe they're allowed to advertise certain things, and they were, uh, and so I turned it quickly back over to 106.5, because yes, they'll be advertising for furnaces and cars, but honestly, some of the stuff on the other radio station, I couldn't believe, I didn't need my children hearing that on the way to school. And I say that because as we make a choice to fill our minds with worship, which is what happens when you listen to praise music in the car, it changes us. For us, the journeys to school become calmer and more peaceful because we're listening to music that is worship. Uh, I mean, not always. Children fight, we all know that. But there's something about making that choice. Maybe that's not it for you. Maybe you love listening to old hymns and you could find a CD or a tape if your car has a tape. Um, I do know what tapes are. Um, And uh, you could listen to some music. Maybe for you, it's the peace and the quiet. What will you do in this season to step in, to step forward in faith? God calls us to faithfulness. These last two years at St. George's have been a season of faithfulness. And I think we need to carry on in that faithfulness. There is much to come. But if we're not faithful in the hard times, in prayer and worship, then it won't be there for us. So we cannot keep, we cannot give up meeting as some do. We have to keep on meeting. We have to keep on praising. 
We have to keep on worshiping, even in the times when it feels hard. As they waited for the Spirit, there was, there was that sense of prayer and worship going on, but I think there was a confusion because they did not know what to expect. And sometimes for us, there's a nervousness around the Holy Spirit of we don't know what to expect. We can sometimes expect that the Spirit will come and these amazing things will happen and the church will be full of people. But then we remember we live in Canada and we have holidays. A holiday is translated Holy Day and they were originally saints' days. They were days when people would come to church and now they're days when people go outside. We're called to be faithful. Reading the Bible, continuing to pray, spending time in worship, so that when the Holy Spirit comes, the ground has been prepared for the work that God will do in us as we open the window and let the rushing wind come through. As we open the window and let the rushing wind come through and cleanse those things that we need cleansing, giving us joy where we've lost joy, giving us peace where we need peace, that's the work of the Holy Spirit that we're to look forward to. So as I finish, I'm just going to invite us to have a time of prayer. Um, you might like to hold your hands out in, uh, in this kind of posture. You don't have to. Um, but this is a good way of saying, Lord, I'm open to receive. Father, we thank you for the gift of your Holy Spirit. We pray that you would pour out your spirit on us afresh today. Lord, would you cleanse and purify our hearts? Prepare a place in us where you can dwell. And I just pray for any this morning who are feeling fearful Lord, that you would take away that fear. For any who are feeling downcast, that you would lift their eyes to you. For any who are fearing tired and weary, Lord, uh, you tell us that your yoke is easy and your burden light. Would you come alongside them? Come, Holy Spirit, we pray. Purify our hearts. In Jesus' name.